This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Value Inspiration Podcast. My name is Ton Dobber, and I'm the founder of Value Inspiration. The purpose of my company is to help business software companies rethink what can be to become remarkable again. The goal that I have with this podcast is to inspire new forms of value creation by sharing compelling ideas and stories about the potential that we can unlock when technology and people blend in the right way. So my strong belief is that we can think big, and therefore we should. And doing so will help to create a better world for all of us. This podcast is all about that. My guest on the podcast today is Dr. Lebanon, Chief Science Officer at Beyond Verbal. The idea is the voice is telling us a lot about ourselves. We have recognized until now many mental problems and diseases through the voice. Now I understand that through the voice I can recognize your well-being. Our well-being can be recognized through the, uh, the health status, but also through the emotional status. Therefore, the idea was how shall we improve uh, your well-being uh, to understanding both sides of you. It's not only that, how I can improve the relationship between a company and its client or its employees. We can look at every, each of the organization as a, a group of people and what is really a, gets the results, the achievements, is the spirit, the, a, a group spirit. And when somebody is fighting the other, the result will be very problematic. This is Dr. Levano. He has multiple degrees in physics, mathematics, statistics, and operational research from the Hebrew University and the Technion Israel Institute of Technology. This multidisciplinary background is the fuel behind various breakthroughs in the field of emotion analytics. And beyond verbal, he is responsible for the core research team and its scientific discoveries. In that role, they develop technology that cannot only understand the clicks, type text, speech, or touch but also how they feel and what they mean. I got triggered by the phrase on their website, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. And hence I invited Dr. Levanon to my podcast. I really wanted to know how this technology can intelligently augment people in various industries to deliver a remarkable impact. And as such, we discuss how voice analysis can be used to impact one's health and well-being, but also how the same technology can, for example, help marketeers improve the relationship with customers by obtaining a deeper understanding about what they really mean. By listening to this interview, you will learn three things. Firstly, how to add new levels of differentiation to your company or solution. At the end, it's emotion that drive everything we do. Yet voice-driven emotion analytics remains the most important unexplored interface today. Secondly, how? By applying voice analytics, you can change the performance of any role. 
And thirdly, why analyzing voice could have a large impact on society at large, and thus your customers, because of its ability to solve the problem of the skills shortage. So, Dr. Levanon, thank you for being on the call and do this podcast interview. Can you introduce yourself to the audience and tell a little bit about your background? Okay. My name is Joram Levanon. Joram uh, is the private name. Uh, I, am, I have a PhD in operational research in the science of getting decisions. And I have also a master's degree in physics and mathematics. I began this uh, the research that I shall talk about it about 90, uh, sorry, about 24 years ago when I tried to find how people are taking their emotional decisions and how can I understand that through their intonation, through their vocal expression. The idea is that the voice is telling us a lot about ourselves. For example, it's not the words that we are saying. I can say, nice to meet you, or nice to meet you. And these are so different attitudes that I'm expressing means that the intonation is the dominant, this is most important. And I try to find if uh, there are the expression are similar in different languages. Uh, the idea was that it must be because even babies can understand us through the intonation before they know the language. And I found that uh, that's the, uh, the story. That was the first thing that we have found. And uh, according to that, we have a granted patent or so, uh, finding uh, through the tones of uh, talking, uh, finding uh, what moods are we have. However, in the second stage, we try to find why we are sometimes wrong. We have accuracy of above 80%, but still there are 15% that we are wrong at them. And we have tried to find when we are wrong. And what we have found that if somebody is ill, there is a distortion in his voice. Or if he has problems, for, uh, psychological problems or mental problems, for example, even dyslexic is, it can be recognized through the voice. And so we have recognized until now many mental problems and diseases through the voice. The last one that was announced is a work that we have done with Mayo Clinic and was published a few months ago. How if, let's say, to recognize or identify heart disease, only CAD, to say exactly, only to 90 seconds of talking, not important what language you are speaking. Pretty imp impressive. That's an interesting area to, to look into yourself. And I, from what I'm hearing is that you've been doing this for, for quite a long time, so you're really an expert here. So why did you, what, what is the passion for this, for this area? Why, why, why do you feel that this could contribute to the world or to, to business or to people? Okay. The beginning was the idea that I, even babies can understand me. Yeah. And it must be, a way to uh, explain that. And as a physicist, I try to understand it. I built in a theory, now I know that it's true, that uh, our neurons in the brain are relating 
to the frequency that we are talking and the acoustic parameters that we are using. And uh -huh. therefore, by triggering our neurons, even the baby can understand what we mean. And I try to find if he can I recognize emotions. That was the beginning. But from that point until now, it became gradually, I understood that through the voice, you can understand many things, not only the emotion but also other things. And the, as I found more and more, for example, the diseases or the uh, signs of autism or dyslexics or heart disease or whatever, I found that, okay, now I understand that the, through the voice, I can recognize your well-being. Wow. Our well-being can be recognized through the, uh, the health status, but also through the emotional status. And here, Together, I'm combining your body and your soul. I can understand both sides of you through the voice. And uh, therefore, the idea was how shall we improve uh, your well-being uh, through understanding both sides of you. <laughs> Pretty interesting. So you're working for the company Beyond Verbal. Can you explain a little bit about the big idea behind the, the company or the platform that you've created? Okay, the big idea, I, I beca uh, began this work years before Beyond Verbal uh, was established, but Beyond Verbal was very excited to hear about this work, and they, I think the things that triggered them, I'm sure, it was the well-being. The well-being, yeah. how to improve the well-being, but on the other side, it's not only that, how I can improve the relationship between a company and its client or its employees or others, or how I can improve the relationship between men and men, etc. That means uh -huh. that that was the beginning. The the research was advanced, uh, we understood that also we can build the communication between AI, artificial intelligence, and human. Because yeah. uh, uh, we have, at that time, we understood that we, the, uh, we have in the medical field, we have a lot of problems because the number of the doctors is not uh, increasing. Uh, you will miss in the States, for example, in, two, uh, in 2025, about 100,000 doctors, the same in Germany. So you are missing doctors, you are lacking doctors, and but you need to follow uh, what's the health status of people. And we are going to live more than 100 years. So the problem will be many years to monitor with less doctors, with a lot of co uh, the problematic cost, which will be higher and higher, and more, even also a very, a very a less uh, problematic uh, story is that the data that we are collected about else is doubling every 73 days. Wow. Means it will be doubled by 1,024 in two years. Four years, yeah. more than a million. So there is no doctor in the world that can follow that. Therefore, you need to follow it by AI 
and they I still lack information about your emotional status. So if I can combine your emotional status information and your indicator of health together, it will be great. And that was the thing that pushed us beyond verbal to do that. That's uh, what I would call a, a real cause. And you're, you're completely right. It's, it's, it's one of the things that I also heard in another podcast that I did. That indeed, the number of people in, um, that have medical skills are, are going to be less and less and less and not going to be enough to treat all the people around. But I think the same is true in, uh, in business. There's not, yes. enough worker, there's not enough workers in the, um, uh, around to deal with all the demands and so on. So Of course. The reason why I started my podcast was not to, to identify the, uh, the opportunity with regards to automation and automating people out of a job. It was more to, to augment people with technology, so creating human-machine combinations that would allow people at the end to deliver a, more, a more, uh, far more remarkable value to, uh, to whatever they are serving, whether that's a client or a citizen or a student. Yes. And I think this, this is where this really can help. Can you give an example of, of what of a use case in a, in a commercial setting, for example, around sales okay. or HR? Okay, I'll, I must say that uh, in my list, there are more than 400 applications and uh, most of them are very significant. But I'll give you a few examples. The first I'll give you is market research. In market research, when you are asking somebody, please compare alternative A, alternative B, and alternative C, uh, he is saying ah, something that you can't really understand where he is. You can see if he radically loves that, loves that more than that. But if he it's nearly the same, you can't recognize it. And most of us in such market research, we are in between. So if I can understand through your intonation and I can understand when you are more excited and when you are less excited, for example, even if we are recruitment of HR, human resources, for example, if I'm asking you, what is your attitude towards marketing? And then I ask you towards administration and I can see that when you are talking about marketing or research you are very happy just through the voice but when you are talking about the administration you are a little bit depressed that Uh means for me it's enough to understand you are you have to go there and not there Uh and uh, uh, that's another another way to look at is the spirit of organization we can look at every, each of the organization as a, a group of people and what is really a, gets the results, the achievements, is the spirit, the, a, a group spirit. And when somebody is fighting the other, the result will be very problematic. But yeah. if they are living together and working together, it will be different. And they can see, I can listen to their voice when they are talking about their work and understand every week or every month or what, whenever you want, what is the spirit of every unit. For example, if you are looking in the Mondial just finished, 
the French group, a football group, was better in their spirit than other. They and the Croatia group, these uh, groups uh, came to the final because the spirit of them was better than all the others. And I am sure, I did check it, that if I listen to all of the talks of them, I'll find the same. Yeah, so true. these are only yeah. examples. As I said, I can talk uh, weeks about the 400. And what we are asking companies or organizations that wants to use it, please contact us and we can guide you or we can guide you how to do that. It's not only technically something that you have to, because we have API, but API is not the, the idea. We can work on you, with you on the idea. We can give you the technical side through the API. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's what you do, right? It's uh, beyond verbal. You've got a platform, and the platform provides a number of, well, uh, what you call vocal biomarkers and, and emotional AI uh, capabilities. Mm -hmm. And these mm -hmm. are capabilities that, that other business software vendors or other software vendors could embed into their software in order to, to, to get to a different level of correctness or, or impact, right? Absolutely. Today we are, uh, we released the emotional commercial API. In the f near future, I hope we shall release after the FDA approval, we shall release also the medical platform. So you talk, that's an interesting area in itself, FDA approval, because this, of course, is going about privacy and regulations. And is this, is yes. this hard to get approval for? Not from the FDA. The other, we have to keep the privacy. For example, we are working with uh, AGMO, huge AGMO. We are yeah. getting recordings of patients, but we don't know who are they. Yeah, yeah. We don't even can, uh, we can't assume who are they. And we just look at it as statistical cases. And uh, that's the way to keep their privacy. Exactly, yeah, because that's what people are really, really scared about. And uh, We don't yeah. know anything about the people, but you see, the idea is if I'm collecting uh, information, uh, the, uh, the signs of people who have problems in heart disease, and I can see what, help, what treatment helped them, and I can take the ideas that I am seeing, it's a success a full treatment in one person to other person, it will be fine. But I don't need to know. I'm just giving it the idea to his doctor. I don't know who is this person, and I don't want to know. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's of course. Yeah, because you, you you're basing your your the, well the the results or the conclusions of of the mood of some some person. Yeah, you do that in the split second. And you're using millions, possibly, uh, of use cases or, or yeah, evidence yes. from the past to, to, to come to that point. Absolutely. We have checked until now a, a several millions of recordings from 174 countries, different countries, oh. in more than uh, 40 or 50 languages uh, for a long time. So the and we have here a, a psychological team of uh, advanced psychologists that are working to listen 
to give their opinion, and we are taking this information, their opinion as a basic information for our database. Also, we are uh, basing our information about articles and findings in the health uh, or psychological fields, and we are mixing all that, combining all that to our uh, platforms. That's yes. the idea. I'm is also putting my physical background because it must be for everything that we are finding. I'm trying to find what is the mechanism that is uh, causing that. Exactly. Yeah. And so going back by that, the we, yes, by that we can strengthen the uh, the power of our results. Yeah. So from the aha moment that was, I think, a couple of years ago to where you are right now and, and what you've re actually released with, with the product, what were the main, main milestones or what was the, the, the point where you said, hey, this is going to work and this is what we can actually automate? Okay, it was gradually. Uh, the first uh, point was the when I have to find if I can I am right in the um, like on the analysis of the emotional personality. It was after let's say sixteen thousand of people that I make for it today. I gave to them questionnaires and give to them recordings. I can find that this is equivalent, and it uh, happened in uh, five years from the beginning. And after okay. that, it was the moods. Uh, and following that, it was it became the distortion of voice that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. told me about the possibility of diseases. And then disease by disease, the disease, that means every stage brought the next stage. Even the failures give the success in the next stage because failure, it means why it doesn't work. And the success is, oh, it works, so we shall go ahead. Exactly, exactly. So how, what did you do to optimize the, uh, the impact? To optimize the... the, the um, well, I think that's a combination of the success and the failures that, that allows you to, to get to a far better result. What we are doing, we are, are working in two, uh, let's say, direction. The first is scientific, and the second is education of the market. The scientific is improving all the time, gradually, our results, our algorithms, and making it better and better, and all the time it's improving. True. That's the scientific side. We are also working on expanding that. It means, for example, if years ago it was around specific diseases, today it's around many others. So we are expanding. That's the scientific direction. The second direction is the education. What's happening uh, in the past, as I was the first in the world that works in the, in the field of health and uh, also in some of the field of the emotional, I have the problem to push it to the market because the market is uh, conservative. They don't believe even uh, those that are taking a license still are at the beginning. And when you are penetrating the market with, with a, something which is very innovative, there are, you have to pass 
all the obstacles, oh, how? It can't be, oh, it's okay. Oh, how you can you use it, etc., etc. So the education or marketing, you can call it, is the second element. And therefore, when I'm saying to the a lot of developers, you can take our API and use it, still I have to teach them what to do, how to do, to consult them. It's not enough that they will take it and go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not only software. It's also understanding the need of the clients and yeah. what they need to get in order they will use it. What do you then believe is what, what is keeping your well the potential clients behind? Is that maybe that they're not thinking wide enough, big enough? What is the big issue that you have to get around? Okay. Uh, as uh, I said, we have hundreds of applications. Uh, it's yep. uh, for s small uh, companies, smart uh, startup, it's uh, too big. So uh, what uh, we can achieve our goals uh, through two directions. One is finding a strate strategic uh, partners that uh, huge strategic partners can uh, go ahead with us in many directions because yeah. the platform is ready but we can't uh, raise all the direction together all the application the second uh, option is finding a lot of interested users even small and medium companies that will uh -huh. take each of them one element of uh, one application or two applications so there are two directions and what we are looking today is to going in these two directions yeah that's true let me see what, what intrigues me is at the end how did you how do you get around or how did you get around already changing the perceptions that people say well aha oh, uh, uh, uh this is what it's about and this is how i should use it because people i think have to start thinking a completely different way. I must say that I have, all my life, I'm inventor in my a type of inventor. Yeah. So all my life I have, ah, and let's go. In the past, I have invented a lot of things. I can't talk about all of them, but the idea was if you, are, you have imagination and creative power, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you have to be sure, uh, confident of yourself and go ahead. And uh, I've read uh, about a week ago, a week ago, something that explained my way of behavior, my behavior. It's a, a book or, uh, that was written, which was written by a psychologist named Anthony Storr, uh, nearly... Uh, 100 years ago or something like that, really? he's not living right now, is talking about the dynamics of create a creation, yeah. of being creative. And he is talking about three stages of in, uh, uh, in the life of creative man. The first is when he is very young, as he's not taking into account what the others are thinking. The second stage, when he's very Ill, he became a conservative because he's afraid of all the regulation, all the constraints and all the things. And yeah. the third stage, when he's uh, 
more getting the ages of like me, for example, and at that time he say, okay, now I am I, a lot of confidence in myself. I don't think what others are thinking. They are all, uh, always not in the same tempo or the same rate who are working with me. Let's go ahead. Yeah, and that's the way that when I'm, I began to work on a lot of invention, even many years earlier, I had a lot of confidence that, yes, I can go ahead. And therefore, it's not ah, ah, and then jump to the how to implement it for a very short time. Yeah, I can understand it. So, out of what, all of what you have achieved so far, what are you most proud of? Oh, the most proud of is the health. Can, the can health you give an example? Of, uh, the health is yes. If I can recognize that somebody is in a, a, a problem, in a severe problem, and I, I can uh, navigate the, do, the, the the medical doctors to give him help as soon as possible and to understand it through the uh, emotions and through the vocal biomarker together, yeah. that's achievement that can change the well-being of people. Exactly, that's right. And that, uh, if I can improve the well-being of the next generation, that's my pride. Yeah. Because a lot of people, and it can be old, it can be young. At the end, what, you, what you're describing is that their emotion and their mood is communicated through their voice. So you can mm -hmm. pick it up and then you can start signaling this to, well, to people that want to know about it or that should know about it. Absolutely. Just about a, a week ago, I was interviewed by, uh, let's say, I can't say who, but uh, I was interviewed about the future of the next 100 years. And yeah. I have talked about all the possibilities that will happen to my, grandchild uh, my grandchildren. Uh -huh. Gra my grandson, for example, the little one, was born in 2015. Yeah. And uh, I can talk about his 100 years until he will be 103. You will reach this, and uh, what I, my ideas can help him to live in a better way these years. Yeah, 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 that's fantastic. So, I think I, a lot of people this. <laughs> yes, I was focused on two elements. One is the help that the AI can give uh, the humans because the AI is listening to them, can give them. And the second, they uh, monitoring their health. Yeah. Well, I mean, with, with the, the technology that you have created, it's not only looking for problems, it could also be yes. helping people yes. with advice, becoming a coach, how to achieve better outcomes or better results. Absolutely. Now, yes, of course. For example, I can uh, ask you, uh, something and then you are taking uh, using this recommendation and then I again recorded you recording you so I can compare before and after and according to the before and after I know when I am succeeding to change your well-being or not 
Yeah. That's a way to keep if I keep it in the memory of my computer, of my AI. It's yeah. the way to understand, for example, when you are feeling lonely, the best recommendation for you is talking with John and prevent talking with somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I can see plenty of examples of that. So out of all the lessons learned, and the, the tidbits of wisdom that you've gained, what would you advise, in this case, this case software companies to, to do uh, in order to benefit, for example, from your software? I mean, could you explain a, a scenario? Okay, so I can suggest them, uh, if you are asking, I'm uh, thinking right now, and I can, we can suggest them that if a company want to solve or you know, knows about need of their clients and they believe that the need is a combination of a body and soul problems for example it's emotional problem or maybe a body and they can send us if we can give them advice where and we shall give them a hint and if they want we can continue go ahead with more than that that means that the tips that we are giving will help them to focus in the right way and to for us it will give us a client that will use our api yeah exactly so what you mean with the body and soul part is the is if if the combination of that could I'll give you an example. Well, I'll give you an example. Okay, good. If I'm a, 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 to be lonely is not to be lonely, really lonely. It, loneliness is feeling. And, yeah. But I can uh, listen to voice and know that you are feeling lonely. But loneliness can cause problems of Alzheimer's or heart disease. So if I know that you are lonely for a long time, and on the other side, I can see the initial signs of Alzheimer's through the voice. I can get the doctor as soon as possible to you and change the way that you are living, behaving, etc., in order to give you more wonderful years before you will be there. Or I'll give another example. For example, there are a, you are going to make a DNA analysis, and you find that there are problems, possible potential problems in a, a gene of Parkinson or gene of something else, and you are coming to us and you are asking, please give me a, a, a way to monitor. Uh, initial elements of that or that in order that I can get a doctor and get, I hope that the medicine will be developed more and thereby that, uh, knowing it in the earliest uh, point of time, I can uh, stop the problem before it happens. Yeah, exactly. That's about well-being, but what I was pointing at was also the relationship that you can the, improve between clients and employees. Okay, so for example, if I'm eating, I'll give you an ex another example of body and soul. Uh, for example, I, uh, when uh, we are following, uh, we are called the monitoring conferences, we see that when people are entering the conference, they feel lonely, they are uh, only them, but then they are improving, but 
half an hour before lunch, they became angry. Yeah. And angry, it's uh, 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 something from the body sign and the emotional sign all together. So I can uh, change the timetable. I can see who are the lectures that are not interesting and uh, learn to the next time, etc., etc. So all of that from your body signs, the biomarker, and your emotional signs. Well, <laughs> it's going to be interesting worlds in the coming years, so to say. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, to, to pick up on that, and to, that will also be a nice roundup and closing of the uh, of this interview. What do you think is next? What is your greatest aspiration? Okay, what is my? I am asking for accelerating the process because I know that. Uh, we can revolutionize the world, but the world is a little bit conservative. So how to accelerate, how to educate, I'm confident with our results. I know that we are in the right way, but I don't want to be right in, uh, uh, and it will take few, uh, 50, uh, let's say 50 years. I want to be right in the next 10 years. The next 10 years, this is my dream, to, uh, to make it a reality, not in 20 or 30 or 40 years, but in 5 or 10 years at most. Exactly. There's, speed, uh, there's a speed issue here. <laughs> the yes. world needs to know about it faster and understand how, 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 yeah, how much of an impact it can make on everybody. So... Yeah, I mean, what would you ask if you could ask the audience anything? What, what could the audience do to help you? They can contact us. You have my uh, mail. It's yoram, yeah. Y-O-R-A-M, dot Levanon, L-E-V-A-N-O-N, and then R, uh, beyond verbal, B-E-Y-O-N-D, V-E-R-B-A-L dot com. That's okay. the address, mail address. And just send us a, asking what, a, please, Yoram, can you tell me in what way you suggesting me to proceed to solve that and that and that? I'll give you an intro tip and you will decide, you, the, the other side, will decide if to go that. I can say if you want to go together or if you get to get a license to do that, let's do it so and so. Most of the time I can answer them which uh, in uh, situations that are not secret. Okay, very good. So, yeah, I mean, you already answered my last question. Where can people go to find out more about you? That's a, exactly your email address. And, of course, also the website, beyondverbal.com. Yeah. Beyond Verbal is, a, of course, the site is telling a lot about us, about our potential. And uh, yet, that's also promising the initial point. Exactly. Well, thank you very much for your very inspiring uh, insights. And yeah, it's unbelievable what you've been going through over the last couple of years in order to get where you are today. So thanks for that. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure, Dr. Levanon. And for everybody else that's listening today, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I had the honor to speak to Dr. Levanon 
Chief Science Officer at Beyond Verbal. The goal of this podcast is to share compelling ideas and showcases to inspire what can be when technology and people blend in the right way. It's my strong belief that too much focus is put on automating people out of a process, in other words, cutting costs, rather than scenarios where the unique strength of people are augmented with technology to change the established rules and to deliver a value that was unimaginable before. So, with this podcast, I want to make a contribution to change this, to create a broader awareness of what can be, to accelerate the adoption by bringing together you, a tribe of like-minded people and organizations, and lastly, to accelerate the initiatives and solutions that could be created because one idea inspires the other. So if you know about stories that are worth sharing, please send me a message. Building the momentum all starts with revealing the ideas, and that starts with you. If you want to have more information, read my blogs, or obtain information on working with me, just visit me on my website, valueinspiration.com. Thank you for tuning in. And you could do me a big favor by rating the podcast or provide me with your feedback. I'll see you shortly in a new episode. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.